Welcome once again to Motivational Moment in the Morning. We are excited. It's Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. A beautiful, beautiful day. It is already getting started. Two weeks in. We just knocked out two weeks, ladies and gentlemen, of Motivational Moment in the Morning. This morning call. Every day it gets easier and easier to wake up this early. <laughs> And our, we don't even wake up to our alarm clocks anymore, guys. We just get up and we're ready to talk because we want to talk to you. We want to connect with you. We want to hear from you. And we can feel your energy through the phone lines. And we just we appreciate you guys so much. And, and we really, really do. Uh, joining on, listening, your feedback, everything. And it's truly, truly an honor to be able to meet with you every day and just, and just share. So this seed at the beginning of your day so that uh, it can be all that you have prayed for it to be. For the day, and so uh, today is going to be fantastic. We have an amazing uh, message to share, uh, as always. You know, typically when it comes to the topics and everything uh, that uh, that we share upon, they either come late at night <laughs> or first thing in the morning. You know, once we get here in the office and and we're ready to do the call. So you know, we just we just go with the flow of the energy and say, all right, let's 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 roll with this. And so. Um, we're looking forward to sharing with all of you. For those of you who are in the Texas area, uh, we will see you all tomorrow at the, the third Wind Dreams Collide workshop, second one for Houston. I know we've got people that are coming in from Louisiana and also flying in from New York to be here tomorrow. And so we're excited. We're looking forward to that. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be amazing. With each event, we get better and better, and so we have some surprises in store for everybody, some exciting things. And so if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, make sure you go to wilkinsevents.com. Get your ticket. Can you pay at the door? Yes, absolutely. You sure can. Uh, but we recommend you go ahead and get your tickets in advance so when you get to the door, we don't have to turn you away because it's sold out, okay? So uh, go ahead and do that today. And that way you have your seat secured, and we'll look forward to seeing you all tomorrow. Uh, Person flesh hugging you, saying hi, taking pictures, doing all that good stuff. And so also, if you have not subscribed to the list, each and every one of you, you can, we consider you to be Vision Impact Partners, VIPs. And so if you have not gone to windreamscollide.com and joined the list there, I recommend that you go ahead and you do that today. Uh, because a lot of our communication about our events and where we're going, what we're doing, in, in addition to some more motivational things that we don't share uh, on the call or online, uh, is shared with our Vision Impact Partners. Just something that we do for you uh, choosing to be one and supporting us in that capacity. So go to windreamscollide.com, join a list, so you are first to know on everything that's going on. And so uh, with all of that being said, Let's go ahead and, and dive into the message here today. My husband is here. He's ready. He's locked. He's loaded, ready to make another deposit here. Honey, why don't you go ahead and say hello and, and good morning to VIP. Good morning, good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, champions, winners. Good morning, Vision Impact Partners. It is truly an honor to be back on the line with you. I'm so excited. I uh, want to say congratulations and thank you to each and every one of you sharing the message of motivational moment in the morning. You're truly touching lives and impacting people in such a miraculous way. You have no idea the emails and messages that come to us about what is going on. All of us, this community, that's, you know what a community is, it's common unity. Start your notes with that. 
a community, a common unity. So I want to say thank you so much for assisting us in that because today's topic is so much about that. It is about leading while bleeding, leading while bleeding. What does that mean? Well, what I have discovered, ladies and gentlemen, is so much of success has nothing to do with what it is that we do. It has everything to do with what we need to stop doing. Let me repeat that so you can write it down. Please post it. Success is not about what you do. Success is about what you ought to stop doing. And so, much of, so many of us need to stop allowing people to rent mental space in the basement of our souls when they are not qualified to be there anymore. We must evict them. And the reason why we must evict them is because it's really hurting you. It's really hurting me, holding on to things that have happened, holding on to people that have let us down, holding on to emotions that do not really serve us. And so much of that won't allow you to leap forward into your destiny because you are locked down with a chain ball to your history. And I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that that's been one of the key areas that I've had to focus on in my life. It's, it's letting go so I can move forward. I can tell you that one of the things that you will unequivocally do as you're moving towards your journey, whether it's to be a better husband, a better wife, whether it's to be a better business person, a better mother, a better father, I can tell you, you're going to have to let some things go because here's what I know about people, especially when you're leading people, especially when you seek to serve people. People will always let you down. And, and that's when disappointment sets up. You know what disappointment is? I want to kind of give you an idea or two categories of disappointment. Disappointment shows up in your life when, number one, you have a misguided expectation. When there's a misguided expectation, disappointment shows up. Or when you have an unmet expectation, disappointment shows up. And if you're not careful, we all are disappointed by people. He said she was go- he was going to do something, and he didn't. She said she was going to be somewhere, and she wasn't. You know, your mother may have done something. Your father, your kids, they may have done something, and disappointment shows up. And if we're not careful, we can mismanage disappointment. And I can tell you when we mismanage disappointment, I want you to write it down, hurt shows up. Whenever you mismanage disappointment, hurt shows up. That's what hurt is. Hurt is the mismanagement of disappointment. And now you let those feelings, they start to fester in your soul. Your your will is broken. Your spirit is devastated. And I can tell you sometimes God will break your spirit just to save your soul. That's what happens with us. So many times people don't understand why they can't move forward, why they're not winning in their business. Why, why they're not consistent, why they're not persistent. And it's really because we, are, we, are, we won't let it go. We won't forgive. Ladies and gentlemen, let me share something with you. Forgiveness does not exonerate your perpetrator. Forgiveness is a gift that you give yourself. Forgive, for I give, for give. I'm forgiving you not because you necessarily deserve it, I'm forgiving you because I deserve it. And, and what I've realized in coaching people and talking with people is that we can get addicted to these emotions. I want you to write them down. One of the emotions we get addicted to is hate. Hate, 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 
hate. It's an emotion. It's a behavior pattern that you can find yourself into. You're all, you start to hate people that are successful. You start to hate things that are successful. You start to hate people that are achieving because somewhere down the line, you may have, you may have fallen short in an area, and now that has become your identity. So whenever somebody shows up that is winning or that's succeeding or that's achieving, guess what? Envy and jealousy shows up in your life. Hate. And I can tell you it's very crippling. Here's how you know if you haven't forgiven somebody. If somebody you've had a, a challenge which shows up in a room and it can change your attitude, you haven't forgiven yet. And that's not hurting them. That's hurting you. Another addiction we get addicted to is anger. Angry, just angry all the time. Just angry, just angry. For, I mean, you ever met those people that are just angry all of the time? I mean, the, even after they've had their morning cup of coffee. I mean, how do you pray and you're still angry? I don't get that. How, how do you live in, in one of the greatest countries in the world? And we've got people represented from 40 different countries that listen to this information here. But I, I'm asking you, how is it in the world that you can wake up, take a deep breath, of oxygen and exhale carbon dioxide, how in the world can you have all of the functionalities of your limbs, your fingers work, your hands work, your legs work, your eyes see, your mouth speaks, your ears hear? How is it that you can be so angry when you haven't had a bomb dropped on you today? How is it that you can be so angry, so full of hate, so full of, of, of this, these negative, disillusioned emotions when somebody today is going to wake up and find out they have stage four cancer. Somebody today is going to wake up and find out that their husband, their spouse, their brother, their sister was in a head-on collision and is gone. How could you dare rob the world of your uniqueness, your, your life, because you're so, you're so, so set on and, and headstrong about holding on to things that no longer serve you? Everybody has a story. Everybody's been let down. Everybody's been, been talked about and ridiculed, and, 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 and everybody has been laughed at. That's a, part of, that's a part of your process. Where there's no process, there's no progress. I want you to write this down. Your biggest blessings show up after your biggest battles. Your biggest blessings come from your biggest breakings. If you don't want to be blessed, if you don't want to be blessed, then don't complain and don't, don't even worry about being broken. First is the breaking. Most people want the breakthrough, but they cannot deal with the breakdowns. They want the rainbow, but they can't stand the rain. They want the crown, but can you carry the cross? There's a price that must be paid in forgiveness. Is definitely on the menu. People get addicted to guilt. They get addicted to resentment. They get addicted to abandonment. They get addicted to rejection. They get addicted to overwhelming feelings. These are all emotional triggers that have been locked up in your soul that typically keeps people away from becoming their best self. I want to share something with you this morning. I want you to die to who you are so you can give birth to who you will become. You must die to who you are so you can give birth to who you will become. That's what leading while bleeding is. 
That's, you see, hurting people hurt people. Hurting people hurt people. So you've got to move on. You've got to let them go. You've got to get them out your heart. You've got, you got to forgive them. Forgive them for they know not what they do. Let them go. They, know, they don't know. Later on, they're going to thank you. Later on, they're going to praise you. See, the people that can't praise you publicly are the ones that have talked about you privately. Most people that can't praise you publicly is because they've talked about you, they've ridiculed you, they've said something negative about you privately. But guess what? You can't hold on to that. You've got to let that go. You can't let it consume your life. You can't let it, it – You can't. it's not fuel to motivate you. It'll burn you out because you'll get to this disposition where you say, you know what, I'm going to show you. Oh, no, 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 baby. When you get to that place of I'm going to show you, you've already lost. Now you've entered into a realm of pride, and pride is a private escort to your defeat. You won't win in that vein. You won't win with that mentality. You can't achieve holding on to emotions that no longer serve you. That is so powerful. You know, my husband talked about people renting space in your mind. Ladies and gentlemen, your mind is the most valuable real estate you will ever own. It's not the house. It's not the land. It's not any of those things. It's your mind. The reason being is that it's the home of all of of your dreams. It's the home of all the things that, that embody you. It's where everything about you resides. So why would you let somebody live there and tear it up. It's like letting the bull loose in a china store when you let people have rent space in your mind who no longer need to be there. And these may be people who have, you know, let, who have packed up all their things and they left, but you're still holding on to whatever they've left behind, the feeling that they've left behind. And so even though their physical presence is gone from your life, the mental presence is still there because of what you're holding on. The tenants have left the building, but you're still holding on to their stuff. you got to let that go. Or you, wanna, you want them to go, but they won't leave. They're one of those tenants who, who fight back, and you got to go and, and have them evicted and call the cops and get all that kind of stuff involved and everything. They just refuse to let go. Everything that we do comes from a root. Every decision that we make, every emotion that we express, there's a root associated with it. And many times we don't know what that root is for somebody. There are different things that trigger things in people's lives. Our upbringing has a, a huge and a tremendous impact on us and the things that we do, the things that we say, how we do what we do. If you look at a person's life, you can trace their decisions today back to how their childhood was, their formative years. There are so many people who have gone through some tumultuous things that are impacting and affecting the decisions that they've made and now the life that they have and the, and the burden that they carry. If you expect God to give you grace, you've got to give it to other people. This is a tough lesson for all of us because many times when the hurt happens, you don't want to give grace. You don't want to let it go. You want to teach them a lesson. You're teaching nobody a lesson by holding on to those emotions yourself. The only person you're holding is you. The person who angers you controls you. Write that down for your notes. The person who angers you controls you. Why do they control you? 
because now they've tapped into your spirit realm. They've tapped into your emotions. Now they, they, they got your thought life. You're thinking about them. Some of you plotting against them to get them back for what they said or, or what they did. Do you have to forgive? Absolutely. Forgiveness isn't forgetting. It's remembering the wrong in the right way. How do you remember the wrong in the right way? You make adjustments. Maybe if they were someone who hurt you or misled you or maybe their energy is changing, you just don't want them around you anymore, you just make adjustments. Maybe you don't answer their phone call every time they call. Maybe you don't text them all the time. Maybe if they were coming to your house a lot, you don't have them coming over as much, or you just don't invite them over anymore. You don't say negative things or bad things or ignore them when you see them in public. You still acknowledge, you still speak, but you're just not as close as you used to be. You have the right to make those adjustments. Once someone has done something and you're forgiving them, you have the right to make adjustments in your relationship with them. Because you've got to use wisdom as well. They've already shown you a pattern. But you've you got you to give them that grace so that it helps you. In the scripture of Matthew, Peter was talking uh, to, to, to God, and he was like, hey, you know, talking to Jesus and asking him, how many times do I need to forgive my brother? He's been sinning against me so much. He's hurt me so much. He's done so many things to them. How many times? Seven times? Is this what I got to do? And, and Jesus told him, no, not, not until seven times, but until 70 times. You got to forgive 70 times seven. That's a lot. <laughs> Especially if it's the same person and they're committing the same offense. At that point, if they're continually repeating the same offense against you, first of all, they're still connected to you in order to do that. There's a conversation that needs to, have, to, needs to happen because there are things happening you cannot see. Sometimes it takes people weeks or even months for them to realize or even admit their mistakes. They don't even think they did anything wrong. So you got to give them the opportunity. you got to sow that seed of opportunity. Remember, God gives seed to the sower. So if you sow seed of an opportunity for a person to be forgiven, then somebody else is going to sow seed for you to do that as well, okay? People need an opportunity to express themselves, to let it out. They need time as well. They need time to evaluate all the different parts of the puzzle. You may be looking at one part, thinking, oh, yeah, this is it. This is right. That's why people say there's your story, my story, then there's the truth. There's three sides to every story because everybody has their own personal interpretation from the roots, from the roots that have been planted from way back when. You've got to consider all of the different factors. Give the people more information about you. They're looking at you now. You're looking at tomorrow. They don't know all the truth about you. They don't know about your past. They don't know how when they say this particular word, a particular phrase, it triggers these emotions that happened to you 15 years ago. They don't know about that. So if they don't know about that, educate them. Let them know. Have the conversation. This is if you want to restore the relationship. This is if you want to let go so you're not carrying on all those unhealthy emotions. This is to make sure that you're able to move forward and progress without the hindrance of that emotional weight. Bitterness is a root that runs deep, and it shows up externally in your actions. It shows up in the things that you do, and many times you don't even see it. You don't even recognize it. My husband just said, if somebody walks in a room and they could change your state, that means you're still holding on to something. What is that thing that you're holding on to? The person who angers you controls you. 
If they if they can change your state, that means they have more control over you than you realize. Take that back. Take that take that ownership back. And in order to do that, you got to take those steps. First, you got to forgive yourself for the role that you played in the situation. What did you do to initiate this? Because wherever wherever you are, there you are. Whatever issue you have, you played a part in it. The common denominator in everything that happens to you is you. So you got to go back. What role did I play? What part did I play? So just remember that, ladies and gentlemen. Forgiveness isn't forgetting. It's remembering the wrong in the right way. you got to sow those seeds of opportunities and time and, and information so that you can receive that as well. Give them an opportunity to get it out. And after they get it out, if you still think, okay, no, I still don't want to have this relationship with you, then so be it. That's, that's the price that's paid. There's cause and effect. That's what happens. That's the risk that happens when you say or do things to hurt other people. you got to give them the opportunity to share and then understand that, you know what, they may have forgiven me, but the relationship just isn't going to be the same. And you got to do as we used to say, charge it to the game. Charge it to the game and keep moving forward. You can't keep holding on to those things that are no longer serving you, no longer helping you, no longer fueling you, and making you better. Honey, you want to close us out here this morning? I think you said a mouthful. Ladies and gentlemen, there's so much more to get into when it comes to this topic. Uh, we, will, uh, we will address many of the components of it, a lot of what we've discussed about it, at the uh, workshop on tomorrow. So make sure you get your ticket. Get, bring a friend with you. This is going to be a tremendous event for, for you to let go, release, and really step into the next dimension and level of your life. And so we look forward to serving you. We look forward to connecting you. For the rest of you that are not in the Texas area, we will hear you 7 a.m. Central Standard Time on Monday morning. God bless you. God bless your families. And God bless your dream. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>